Hey, Lex. Hey, girl. Okay. Hey, everyone. Um, like my guest said, my name is Lex, and you are listening to Peace with Peace podcast, an interview series that provides a safe space for others to share their self-love and acceptance journeys. And my guest, her name is Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Girl, I'm excited for you to be here, too. Um, Maybe one day we can meet um, face-to-face, but right now, virtual is perfect. Literally, especially with everything going on. Yes. So before um, we get started, I just want to do a quick release. Do you understand that this may travel throughout the world, this recording, um, will be shared and that anything you say or you reference or anything like that um I am the owner of the content yes great okay then let the people know a little bit about yourself okay well I am 24 years old um I currently live in Pittsburgh um for work I work as an admissions representative for an online university so I kind of do things like this um not necessarily a podcast but I'm on the phone being recorded all day so (laughs) this surprisingly isn't new to me (laughs) I was just about to say that it's not nothing new well that's good um so you should be more comfortable because I feel like a lot of people get super nervous yeah, I had to keep being like, you know, this is your homegirl. Like, just you're just talking to your friend. Like, it's not that big of a deal, you know? <laughs> Listen, I know. That's what um, I have to – sometimes I have to tell myself that. Even I've been doing this for – this is, like, the third season. But I'm like, you're just having a conversation. It's just like a phone call. Mm-hmm. Just, just talk. Um, right. Yeah. So, let's jump into these questions. Um, has being a black woman affected your definition of beauty? It definitely has. So I grew up in predominantly white spaces where I was looked at differently from everyone else because, you know, I had textured hair, you know, different facial features, things like that. And especially with being mixed, I didn't look just black or just Puerto Rican. So it was always like a, a question like, what are you? And so with that, it made it really difficult navigating through those spaces and also made it very interesting growing up and even now. So, for example, when I did my internship at Disney fall 2019, I got sent to the manager's office my first week of work because my box braids were, quote unquote, too long. They were dangerously long, as they tried to put it. And they apparently weren't Disney look, even though there were, you know, other people whose hair was naturally just as long as my box braids. And they mm-hmm. took pictures of my hair. We started asking like really intrusive questions. Like, is that all really your hair? How long did it take? Like, so, you know, what's up with that? Just, you know, being disrespectful to the fact that I had hair that was different to them. And like, you know, they would try to touch it and things like that. And because of like my dangerously long hair, they ended up making me wear my hair in like a bun or a ponytail. And so the Disney look team got back to them and said, oh, her hair isn't dangerously long. It's okay if she wears it down. So it's been interesting. Wow. So I, how did that make you feel? Because as you're telling this story, I feel like I'm being overwhelmed 
with a certain feeling. So I want to ask you how you feel first, and then I'll see if our feelings match. (laughs) Yeah, no, it felt so, I felt disrespected. Like Mm -hmm. I, because I, I, I have the qualifications to be there, to be an attractions cast member. I got the internship, regardless of like my looks, it was based on who I am. And the fact that my first week I was targeted because I was different. I was the, I'm the only black person at the time who was working at Spaceship Earth. So everyone else was either white or Hispanic or like, you know, um, one of the like international students of, of different country of origins. Mm-hmm. But I was the only like African-American person there. So no one else really was like there to be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, that's so messed up, this and that. And it made me feel weird because I felt so pretty with my hair. Like that was my first time getting knotless box braids. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Florida. I'm so excited. And that first thing like ripped like the rose colored glasses off of me when it came to like working Mm. in predominantly white spaces and, you know, corporate America and things like that. And I just, I felt, I don't know. I didn't feel appreciated. Like I felt like because of that, it put like a target on my back almost all immediately, you know? So then everything yeah. else after that, that was good still came bittersweet because I'm like, is there some going to be something else that I get called out for? That's not that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. Um, and it sounds like you, you said you felt disrespected. Um, you felt like you weren't appreciated. And then I would feel alone because you're saying you're in these white spaces and you're the only person of um, color there. Well, you said the only black person. Mm-hmm. So there's no one there like back you up <laughs> or mm-hmm. be able to relate. So I would have felt alone. Yeah, I really did. And I like I on top of that, I was the only black person in my apartment. So I already live in an apartment full of either all white people or like people of other or like, you know, um mm-hmm. races and ethnicities but nobody else was black so nobody else felt me like the way that I I did and I already that was my first time moving out of the state so of course I'm already vulnerable in that I'm just like dang like really and it just really made it made me feel like wow like this is what it's like to be black in America like you get pinpointed for little things that don't matter to the quality of the work that you do at your job and I didn't feel fair. Like I immediately after work, like texted my group chat and, you know, was full of like all black women. And I'm just like, girl, tell me what happened today. Da, 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 da. They tried to pull me into the office. They had to take pictures of my hair. And they were just like, that's so crazy. Like you, like, they were like, is that, is it Disney look though? Like they really asked me like, you know, to be fair. And I'm like, yes. Like I literally did my research, went into the Disney lookbook team, um, like book they had and I was like, they said like natural colored, like box braids are fine as long as they're like neat and like, you know, look nice. And that's what my hair did. And it just made me feel like, wow, like Disney doesn't feel like a safe space for black people. If that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember when I worked at Disney, the only thing I really remembered, I mean, I, you worked there, um, I think it was like what, last year? Yeah, so I worked there from August 2019 until March 2020 when, like, COVID hit. Okay. Um, so that was a few years before you, but all I remember is, like, you couldn't have, like, pink hair. Like, they said, like, unnatural colors. So that's how I took that as. And then um, I got pulled aside for some of my tattoos um, mm-hmm. just to make sure those were covered. But um, 
I'm surprised that you went through all those issues. Yeah, That's and it wasn't even sad. just that because even the person who like pointed out my hair was like that long to my manager wasn't even like my direct trainer. They were training me for park clear. So like when you clear out the park at the end of the night and even his behavior towards me compared to the other girl who I was with, who was also training, who was white. Like he was very like, you know, nice to her. He was very sweet. He was asking like, Oh, like, are you comfortable with trying this out with like, you know, the next person that comes up. And, but with me, it was like, he was demanding. He was just very cold. Like it, like he didn't want me to be there. And then he like, you know, told my manager, she pulled me to the side and it just, it felt very like, I don't know. I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there, you know, mm-hmm. like I felt like, wow, like I feel even more of like an outsider. And like you said, alone, because I'm like, I'm in a completely new environment and now I'm getting called out for, for that. Like, for example, girl, it goes even before that. The first time, like if me being black was pointed out being at Disney when the day one, when you go to the casting building and they start getting your information, when they ask me like, oh, like, what's your race? I'm like, oh, I'm two races, like, I'm black and Puerto Rican, and they were like, oh, well, you have to pick one, and I'm like, I can't pick one, I'm both, I'm black and I'm Puerto Rican, and then the the girl was like, well, which one do you resonate with more, and I'm like, I, I'm both, like, I didn't, I didn't understand how to answer that question, like, I literally stood there for three minutes just constantly telling them, like, I'm both of these races, and they're like, well, you have to choose one, and I was like, well, I guess I'll go with black, because I can't speak Spanish, so I guess that you know, invalidates my Hispanic experience to you, you know, and it just, I felt so out of place already, just that first day, getting my information into the system. Wow. I'm really taken back by that, because I, I believe you, and I'm so sorry that you went through that. It's just like, I would have thought, that would have been handled so much better. I thought, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like my daughter's day, not daycare, my daughter's doctors, they make you check one box. And when I first had true, I was like, well, I'm not marking any. So you can just guess, I guess, because I'm not just marking one. Um, But I just, I mean, I live in a very small rural area, so I kind of almost expect that from places here. I do not expect that from um, a large company like that. Mm-hmm. And something else I wanted to say, too, it sounded like um, as far as your trainer goes, it was one person. So really, I hope that speaks to the magnitude of what one person with ill intentions or um, biased thinking um one person like that can stir the pot and then just make a domino hell effect for someone. So that's why it's, it's so important for everyone to check themselves. So it just takes one person to make the whole environment turn to crap. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like big, like having them for make me force me to choose which race I am. And then that first week getting called out for my hair, it just, it didn't feel fair because I'm like, I did everything right. Like, you know, I participated in extracurriculars in college. I have my college degree. Like, why does my appearance and my race matter to the job that you got, you guys hired me to do? Like, it didn't make sense to me. And then it made me just realize how little you see black people and people of color just at parks like Disney like a Disney vacation is so expensive and it would be rare if I would see you know a large family of color 
like, you know, walking around, especially an all black family, like it was common for like, you know, mixed families. I noticed, um, but like all black families, like when they would come, I would make sure I would give them the VIP experience because I knew my experience wasn't the best, like just coming there to work. So I'm like, I want to make sure their experience at the park is that much better because you didn't see as many black people as you saw white people just walking around the park, enjoying themselves on vacation. Yeah. And you know what? That makes me think of, so I um, saw this TikTok, which this sound, it's already probably like I'm introducing this to be funny, but this woman, um, she, I don't know what her race was, but um, her family, they might've been black, but they just darker skin. Mm -hmm. And, um, she went on like a really crazy vacation. Like it was like to some type of Island and, um, you know how on TikTok you can take a comment and then make it like your background. Yeah. Like answer it. Yeah. Yeah. So she did something like that and was like, um, so someone asked me if this was the Kardashian family, um, going on vacation and no, like just, you don't have to be, um, a black family that's rich and famous to go on cool vacations like Mm -hmm. any black family any um family with darker skin tones can go on a cool vacation like I don't have to be I don't have to be somebody of like celebrity status or notoriety like I can just be a plain black person going on a nice expensive vacation because I can but it's so crazy because in those nice expensive areas you don't always see as many black people and it's just crazy because one, it's like sometimes they're, I don't know, the, the prices for some things, especially at Disney, I didn't think the prices were realistic for the quality that you would get sometimes. And I felt like that would take, that takes away from somebody's experience because you want to experience as much as possible, but so many add-ons for your vacation was so expensive. And then it would be like, oh, if you see like a black family balling out, people will like look at them sideways and be like, oh, like what, what y'all do? And it's like, no, don't do that. Let them enjoy their time. You know, but also places like those shouldn't be so out of reach for the everyday family. Like Disney was created for the average family to be able to go on a family vacation. But now because of, you know, capitalism, the inflation of prices and things like that, that that's why Disney is like a dream. That's why, you mm-hmm. know, Make-A-Wish kids are like, I want to go to Disney World. Because if they, if they didn't have that, they wouldn't regularly been able to afford Disney like the way it was supposed to, you know? Right. Um. Right. Right. Yeah, that just makes me I don't even have words for that right now. It, it's so I'll... much to digest. Like when I was at Disney, I just thought about so much in perspective, like how everybody in like the same room has a different perspective of what's going on. And I think it's crazy how race and can really play into that experience, making it either really positive or really negative. And I just I don't think that us as humans should have to have the color of our skin determine how we get treated at certain establishments like that's not cool when it's already hard enough to just be able to live you know right and I can't I can't verbalize how I'm feeling right now because I feel very um angry that you went through that at Disney for one um and then like the comment that you said, like when there was a black family and people be like, what you do? Like you wouldn't ask the white family that, mm-hmm. what they do. Um, so I, I just can't, I can't even, 
I just can't even. Um, so and it really affects how you look at yourself. You know, yeah. watching other people's actions, like it sometimes makes you double think what you're doing or what you're saying. And then that can then play into like self-esteem issues, like how you view yourself as a person in this world. And like, that's not cool. It's so hard already to just love yourself as is that having be just having to just wanting to experience something fun in life and having your skin color really affect that it can mess up with how you look at yourself because you prior to that weren't thinking about it in black and white like you were just thinking about it the experience that you were about to have right and you know what as soon as you said um like you were like filling your hair and then that picture was taken and it got turned into a big deal and then you just said it again and I am thinking like you know how like you just feel so confident and then someone says something and it literally almost makes you sick. Like you could feel it in your stomach. You just start to feel so down on yourself. It's just like the worst type of self doubt that grows from situations like that. Yes, I agree. It's, it's terrible. It's that, that realization that you're different. It changes everything. It takes away the innocence and the joy from everyday things in my opinion, because you are no longer able to just navigate through, say, just the park as a person who's experienced Magic Kingdom for the first time. Now you're view- viewing it as a black, the only Black family that's in line for this ride at Magic Kingdom. You know, like, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's weird because in your personal circles, in your safe, you know, your safe areas in your life, like with your friends at home, you don't think about these things. And, but then when you're out there and some, one person points it out and now you can't not see it. Yeah. And it's like, I, I literally just told this to True when we were laying down because I was reading her a book and I said, True, um, True is my daughter. I feel like we've known this on the podcast already because <laughs> I've done this enough, but I said, people are going to look different and you love them for the differences you accept them for your differences you shouldn't I mean that's a long stretch for the world we're in right now mm-hmm. <laughs> but like yes people are different that's a fact people are different people look different people talk different we believe different things but these your differences should be appreciated and so many times that's not how people feel they feel like their differences are a means to be disrespected. Their differences, um, literally everything you're saying, it's just like people don't, aren't comfortable with being like differences. They're not comfortable mm-hmm. with it. And really that's where I feel like beauty thrives. Yes, and and the unique individuality of each person. Like, it's just, it's so crazy because when you don't have a diverse circle, you don't have at least one experience in your life where you were around a diverse group of people to get those different perspectives, it can really make you believe what society standards of beauty and excellence and, you know, greatness is, is, is it. But, you know, there's uniqueness and you know, greatness in every person, regardless of what they look, where they came from, you know, and marking someone off because of how they look is, you're, you're missing the experience you could possibly have with that person. You could have had so much more in common with them than you could have ever expected, but you marked them off because of the way they look. And now you just missed out on that great connection that could have bre- bettered your life that much, you know? 
And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy, you know? Right. And it's like, it's not realistic to, like, people always say, like, oh, I live in a town and there was only one type of community there. Like, okay, but the world has so many different people in there. Like, there's so many different types of people, different races, eight, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to acknowledge that, learn about it, and love it. And um, it sounds like I wanted to go back and talk about your group chat that you met, you messaged when you were like mad mm-hmm. about what happened. Um, are these your friends? Like, how have they helped you with your um, self love journey? Because it sounds like um, your internship at Disney definitely tested that mm-hmm. um so can you tell me a little bit about how they helped or um were a part of that right yeah no so my group chat um was like my best friends from college like my college roommates and mm-hmm. um they like are some of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my life like I had never known what true friendship was until I met them and the way they respected me as an individual um, how they cater to who I am, how they, you know, how, how we just all blended in together because we all accepted each other for regardless mm-hmm. of our differences or things like that. Like they really helped for me to see that I'm worthy to be loved. You know what I mean? Like oh, I'm getting yeah. emotional. Like that just really hit me hard because so often you think love has to come from a romantic relationship. And I've learned so much more about loving myself and loving other people from my friendships and like relationships with like my family members, like my cousins, I've learned so much more about what love really means than I ever have in one of my romantic relationships, you know, like mm-hmm. that self love yes. journey is, is constant. You're always learning every day what it means to really love and accept yourself. And like when we're, when we grow up, we're being told that we need to love ourselves or no one else will. But I don't think that's true. You know, I'm learning to love myself more right now because of the people who love me, the people who show up for me when I'm at my lowest, the people who, you know, always remind me that I'm capable of doing anything I put my mind to and I have so much potential and I'm just an amazing person that they're glad I'm here. And like the people are high in my life right now, like I said, they always remind me that I'm strong, that I'm beautiful and that I'm worth it. Even if they don't have to say it with their words, their presence and their actions towards me make me feel so loved that I can't help but to learn myself the way that they do, you know? Because it's like, if somebody can mm-hmm. love you that much, just go out of their way to listen to you, take note, you know, do things to make your, your life a little bit easier or make it happier. And those things are just, I'm like, if you can do that for me, I can do that for me. Like, and let me show up for myself mm-hmm. more so then I can show up for you when you need me to show up for you, you know? Yes, girl. Wait a second. So I just love everything you just said, like spot on. <laughs> so first of all, I'm so happy that you have friends like that because friends like that are hard to find for one. Yes. Like, so when you, everyone, peace of peace, peeps, when you find a good squad, keep them. Um, and second, like, I love how you said, um, you're learning to love yourself by how these people like them loving you. Cause sometimes I almost wish like 
when I would talk to my friends and they were upset or like a family member that was upset. Like if you could only see what I see when I look at you. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just, mm-hmm. I just got goosebumps when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when you were talking, I'm like, that's exactly like sometimes we can't see our beauty and it takes those close people around us. And hopefully you got a good squad around you. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't, that can get really scary. If you're surrounding yourself with people who don't want the best for you, yes. um, they can really put some bad thoughts in your head and validate those bad thoughts that you're having about yourself. But if you got a good squad around you, they'll pick you up when mm-hmm. you're feeling down and it, it reflects the person who you really are, even if you can't see her. Yes. Like it's, it's the one of those things where every time I'm feeling, you know, down about myself or, you know, when you get those moments and you just start beating yourself up for no reason, I have mm-hmm. like what I've been doing lately is like stopping myself and thinking, okay, would my friends treat, what, what, what I want my friends to say this to me, what I'm saying to myself right now, wouldn't that hurt me? So why am I hurting myself for no reason? Or would I say this to my friends? If I, if I would not dare speak one ounce of negativity into my friends' lives, why am I doing that to myself, you know? I love that. And it's such an easy check. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't take super long. You can check yourself super quick. Like, would I say that to my friend? No. All right. Don't say it to yourself. Exactly. Um, so I love that. I love that you have such good friends. You go, girl, give your <laughs> friends a hug or a high five or whatever from me because that's awesome. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> what um, else do you want to share about your self-acceptance, self-love journey? So um, we heard how it was um, – tested during your internship we heard about how your friends and your family um, validate your worth and your beauty what else do you want to share about your journey that you haven't already mentioned oh well with about my journey it's really been about learning how to be in love with the person I am behind closed doors mm-hmm. so I for so long didn't realize this about myself until I got to like, you know, about like finished, like, I think it was like the last semester of college or like the summer after I graduated college, I realized I didn't like to be alone. And that was the first time I like didn't have a super busy schedule where I didn't have to be out in public spaces around people that I could do what I Mm -hmm. wanted. And when I realized like I really have to like look at myself for who I truly am, regardless of the titles, the jobs, the mask, whatever, do I love myself? Do, do I like the person I'm looking at? And at first the answer was no, I didn't like myself because I didn't see all the positive things I was and learning to be alone and learning how to enjoy my own company really, I feel like set fire to what really loving myself became because now I can spend hours by myself and be completely content and happy, not feel like I'm missing out on a moment with friends or why isn't so-and-so calling me or, oh, I haven't talked to so-and-so in so long, but they just posted this on Instagram. Like, I'm no longer thinking like that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my space and I'm enjoying my time with myself because I deserve to enjoy that time with myself. If my my friends and my family can en- enjoy have spending time with me, you know, I make them laugh. Like I have them have a good time, talk it out. Like, why can't I do that with myself? So with being alone, like I learned to just let loose, like just 
be comfortable in who I am, you know, awkward, clumsy, goofy, not knowing the words to the songs I'm like jamming out to in my bedroom, (laughs) you know, and just enjoying that space with myself and learning to enjoy your own company, I feel like is step one into self-love because, you know, granted, I love everyone who's in my life right now, but if they were to tell me one day that regardless of how much they love me, they could no longer be in my life, I still want to be at that point with myself where I'm like, I understand, but I still love me, so I'm going to be okay, you know? Like, not yes. relying on that outside validation, and even though I know they they brought me so many great experiences, so many great feelings, but knowing that that is, you know, not end-all, be-all, that because I can support myself and because I can look at myself in the mirror and tell myself, like, you're so beautiful, you're amazing, you know, you got this, like, one step at a time. And because I can do that, I'm able to be able to put the love that I give myself out, like give myself out there to people who I care about that much easier, you know? Yes. So I'm going to clap to that. You get a clap, <laughs> you get a clap. Because that whole answer just sounded so freeing because it sounds like, um, like in college, I knew you in college, you were super busy, like mm-hmm. in clubs running around. And it's like, almost like, I personally feel like, being over the top busy is a red flag for me like you're hiding from something you're something's going on you're trying to avoid it that's how I personally feel about people that are overly busy um it's like you're you're trying to escape something but then like right now um you felt felt this way after you graduated college because it takes you out of that environment Mm -hmm. but we're in a pandemic where a lot of people who are busy were forced to stop now they're forced to be alone and um there there's nothing they can really do right now about that so they're they're in a spot where they can become free from mm-hmm. that and free to love themselves and enjoy their own company and your whole story that whole part right there really speaks to that you can do that yeah. that you um can love yourself you can enjoy your company that people are cool relationships are great to have but it's really the relationship you have with yourself and you need to like the relationship we have with ourselves is just as important as someone like a relationship we have someone else yeah like we have to cater and nurture that relationship with ourselves too mm-hmm. even though that sounds weird because like why would you when you're in your own body but you absolutely need to work on that yes especially like my biggest thing with learning to love myself was learning to really be real with myself and how certain experiences I've had, like, you know, like growing up, how they negatively like affected my mindset towards myself and how to unlearn those and unpacking that was really painful at times. Like, you know, reliving a situation to really realize like, okay, why does this situation always come up when I am feeling down about myself because I just gained weight? And then I have to like, you know, unpack it like, okay, this person said that to me or, you know, this happened, but like, that's not me right now. I don't have to let that person who I was in that moment and that person who said those hurtful things to me and spoke that negativity into me, that doesn't have to be right now. Because regardless of the how negative that moment was, that brought me to who I am right now and I wouldn't change who I am for anything, you know? And having to have those moments to be like, it happened, it was really hard, it was really hurtful, 
but learning to forgive whatever hurt you and being able to put it to rest is so powerful when it comes to self-love because if you're holding on to all those negative memories, those negative energies, those negative interactions, you're you're it's like when they when people say you're holding on to coal and the only person who's getting hurt is you. You have mm-hmm. to release it because you just holding on to that is making it so much harder for you to heal. And a oh, lot of that yes. was like work with my inner child. So, you know, just being able to be comfortable with being goofy and awkward and clumsy and, you know, just sometimes not saying the right thing at the right moment. Like I felt like for such a long time, I have to be perfect. I have to say the right thing. I have to like look the right way in certain occasions. I I, I can't mess up. And because of that, I used to overthink every interaction I would have to the point where like, I would Mm -hmm. be like, oh my God, you're so stupid. Why would you say that to such and such? But then it got to the point where I'm like, you got to forgive yourself. Because you're not perfect. And this is affecting the time you have right now that you could be putting your energy towards something better. And it just, being able to unpack those things, realize that, realize what happened and what had happened, whatever happened to me wasn't my fault. That's the main Mm -hmm. thing I want to take away from this. Because I felt like I deserved everything bad that happened to me for such a long time. And then once I got to that point where I'm like, this isn't my fault, this is this is just life. Bad things happen to good people, but those things that happen mm-hmm. to you don't have to become who you are. And I feel like because once I had that mindset, it got so much easier to then recreate who I wanted to be into the version who I want to become, the person I want to grow up to be, you know, I trying to become my own role model type of thing. And trying to just not let those experiences define who I am really helped to make it that much easier to love myself because then now once I'm in that perspective where I'm like those things happen to you but they are not who you are it got a lot so much easier for me to help other people who are in those similar situations because I know what it's like to be trapped in your mind thinking that you deserve every terrible thing that happens to you but that's not the case you know absolutely absolutely (laughs) and it's like you go for taking the time to unpack all that stuff because unpacking everything you've learned and unlearning it and then relearning how you should really feel and how you really Mm -hmm. need to get in touch with yourself is like a full-time job it really is and it never stops yeah it never stops so it's like you constantly have to learn unlearn relearn um, learn more things unlearn other things but you hit the nail on the head like you are not what has happened to you and you really have the power to write your own story no matter what no matter what has happened you get to frame it you get to um it's always like that mm-hmm. and like a, a semicolon or like you there's always more like the story is never story. done being written oh absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely um and being your own role model like becoming your own role model I love it I love it that's what I want to do you inspired me to Aww. do that because I want to be my own role model that's that's a great summary of that's a great mic drop leaving people with this <laughs> thing like become your own role model and of course, we're not perfect. We're going to mess up. Yes. And having the understanding that you're going to mess up, but you're still perfect the way you are with your mistakes and all. 
once you can claim those mistakes and those mess ups and you know those slip ups and own up to them take accountability and being like okay that happened but that's not the end all be all being able to do that gives you so much freedom and power i can't even explain what that feels like you know listen it's like a you have to fill it yes it's a feeling you gotta fill i love it i loved spending time with you on this call i love talking with you we're gonna have to do another call and just catch up oh, most definitely um, because i missed your whole vibe Aww. talking to you was great i missed you too like i love you i'm so proud <laughs> of you, you i'm so proud of what you're doing here like you always amazed me like anytime i bring up like girl. anything like positive I got from dance team it, you're always mentioned like one of the first ones because you brought us into spaces as a team where it really made us love ourselves that much more like you were always so positive you were always so encouraging you know you shared your journey with us and was like you know that if what you look like isn't who you are like your talents and your abilities is like why you made this team you know and just like the things you like especially when we did the Nita walk like oh, things like that like I girl. will I will tell people about that experience every single time they ask me about dance team and like they always like almost bring a tear to their eye because like I'll share a little <laughs> bit about your story and then how you made it a whole team thing and then how we all were just so loving and supportive of each other I remember that day like we were just so positive towards each other towards ourselves and like I'm just so proud of what you're doing here like you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> girl thanks thank you a times a thousand I just feel like I'm trying because I mean we talked before but you know how bad you could feel mm-hmm. you know how bad life can kick you down and your thoughts they beat you up and I want to do everything in my power to one help people that are down like that and two that every you're not alone you're not alone so Girl, it means so much. Um, I'll text you after this, girl. You got catch up. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Peace with Peace. Again, it's peace as in like a slice, like a slice of pizza. And peace, like peace, love, and happiness. Um, if you want to share your story, reach out to me. Um, peace of Peace is on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, your story will inspire others. Every time I do one of these episodes, I get goosebumps because I just get so, like, hit with the inspiration. So, thanks, everyone. Goodbye.